This is Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC. And for this Thursday, May 26th, we are joined today by Heather Lopez. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Gary, and good morning to everyone who is listening, and welcome to Wellspring, a weekly radio show sponsored by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital. So we all know that any type of injury to the brain can cause changes in our ability to communicate, think clearly, or doing things such as eating and drinking, and even mild difficulties can impact daily life activities at home or even at work. And my guest today is Kelsey Bulks, who is a speech pathologist working for Spectrum Health. She's here to tell us all about speech pathology and how it works to help all of our patients in many different ways. So good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. How is everybody doing today? Good. Can you tell us a little bit about what is speech pathology and what areas does it really address? Yes. So speech pathology is the evaluation and treatment of various speech, language, cognition, voice, and swallowing problems. Uh, As far as the areas that it addresses, um, it addresses a very wide range of diagnoses, and they're all in the areas of speech, so how your speech sounds, language, what you're able to express and understand, uh, cognitive function, like higher level thinking, voice, so how your voice sounds, and then swallowing, so being able to chew and swallow safely and comfortably. And what type of training is required or or education to be a speech pathologist? Yeah, so I had to go to four years of undergrad, and then I did a graduate program. And then we have a year after we graduate that's called the clinical fellowship year. And during that year, I'm followed by a licensed speech therapist, and she essentially checks in with me and makes sure I'm doing okay. And then after that, I have to apply for our national license, and then each state requires licensing as well. And Kelsey, what is the reason you chose this as your career path? Oh, I chose it uh, because I really enjoy working with people. I have a passion for the medical field, so that has helped a lot. Um, Yeah, and just kind of working alongside others and helping people improve their quality of life. And as far as the type of patients you work with, are you working with a range of patients from pediatric to adult, or do you just focus in one specific demographic group? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So I typically work with adult patients, 18 and older. Um, I focused on that age range in my career. Uh, It's just what I enjoy the type of people I enjoy working with, but I do occasionally see teenagers for very specific diagnoses relating to voice function. So that's really the only outlier there. And are there specific speech therapists then for the pediatric patients? Yes, there are. And we have some wonderful ones right here. I believe they're in Zeeland off of State Street. Um, But yeah, they work specifically with the pediatric population. Um, Our scope of practice is so wide that it it really helps our patients if we specialize in one um, in age ranges. And so that's, I just chose to work with adults because that's what I enjoy the most. 
And Kelsey, as far as where you see the patients, is it mostly they come to you for an appointment in the outpatient setting, or do you also see patients who are hospitalized as well? Yeah, so I see a variety of both. So that's one of my favorite aspects of this current job is that um, if somebody comes in to the hospital setting and needs a speech evaluation, then I will see them there. And then I can always recommend continued services and outpatient. And or I tend to meet new people and outpatient and work with them from there as well. And talking about outpatient setting, can you tell listeners, you know, where you are located out of what are you on multiple offices or where is your primary location? So my primary location now is at Zeeland Hospital. So there's an outpatient location right near the urgent care entrance of the hospital. And let's talk a little bit. I know, Kelsey, you have a few different certifications in mm-hmm. different areas of speech therapy. Can you tell us what those are and sure. a little bit about them? Of course. So one of them, probably my oldest certification is in vital stimulation therapy. And that's a type of therapy um, that involves neuromuscular electrical stimulation. And so basically you have these little electrodes that I put on different areas of your neck, and then that helps increase the load on those muscles. So it's basically adding extra resistance to the muscles. And then I instruct you to do different swallowing exercises to help um, improve that swallow function. And then another one I have is the Lee Silverman voice therapy. It's LSVT loud. And that's an intensive treatment program for individuals with Parkinson's. And then other neuro conditions can also um, make some improvements with that. But it's basically conditions that impact voice and speech. And it also has some fringe benefits there of helping people with swallowing as that can become more difficult with neurological conditions as well. And then my last certification I have kind of a mouthful, but it's MBSIMP. It's Modified Barium Swallow Impairment Profile. And it's just a way that I interpret the modified barium swallow studies that I do here in the hospital. And it's to provide targeted treatment for swallowing. So a few different certifications there that Uh are helping patients in several ways. And you said swallow studies. Could you explain to listeners who may not know what that is, kind of a brief overview of what a swallow study is. Oh, sure. So sometimes swallow studies are recommended, um, especially if somebody is having a difficulty swallowing, their primary care physician may put an order in so they can have this completed to kind of get down and understand what's happening with their swallow. So they would come into the radiology suite and they would meet with me and I would have them try some different food and drinks that have barium in them. So they show up on the x-ray. And then what I do is interpret that. It's like an x-ray video, I should say. Um, I interpret that and I explain to the patient what I'm seeing and if there's any modifications that need to be made. And then if I think that they would benefit from therapy or not. Um, And then I can make additional recommendations from there based on their symptoms. So that's what a swallowing evaluation looks like here at the hospital. And those are done right at Zealand Hospital? Yep, we do those right at Zealand Hospital. Um, I do them if a patient in the hospital. So if they're an inpatient, if they need it, 
or um, I see outpatients as well. So we are almost to the end of May, but May was Stroke mm-hmm. Awareness Month. And a stroke is a medical emergency where the blood flow to the brain is either blocked or there's a bleed. And we know that strokes can impact a person's movement, coordination, cognition cognition and even their speech. So Kelsey, can you tell us, because you do work with patients who've experienced a stroke, what are the ways a stroke can impact someone's speech? So a stroke can definitely, like you said, impact a lot of different areas of both physical and mental capabilities. Um, And specific to what I'm looking for is that it can affect speech, so how your speech sounds, um, your ability to express yourself or understand language. It can affect different areas of cognition, um, your voice, and it can cause those swallowing problems too. Uh, but it really depends where the stroke is located within the brain, um, what type of stroke it, it is, if it's a hemorrhagic or ischemic, what they've done to treat it, um, and then when I'm... Or, the timeline of when I'm seeing you in the process too. So when patients come to you for speech therapy, you know, how does that help them with some of these things that you've explained that they may experience regarding their speech? Yeah. So um, patients that have had a stroke, they make the most progress within the first three to six months after the incident. So um, we would look at the different areas and then develop a treatment plan together to see if we can improve how your speech sounds or um, what you're able to say. And I just really tailor that therapy to what's important to that patient and then what I'm seeing um, as far as diagnostics go. And can you give us a little overview of what can someone expect if they come to speech therapy for a stroke or really speech therapy for any other issues that they're coming for? Sure. So you can expect um, an initial evaluation. So that's where we go through. I might have um, the patient do different tests. I gather a lot of case history uh, depending on how much information is in their medical chart um, and then if there's anything I'm curious about. And then we develop a plan of treatment together. And then the treatment focuses really on the person's goals. So things not to expect is a one-size-fits-all treatment. I really like to get to know all my patients and figure out how we can make these goals as functional as possible for their daily life. So someone's not going to come in and it's you're going to be here for six sessions and we'll have you... <laughs> have you on your way. It's really, like you said, tailored to, you know, what type of stroke specifically if they're dealing with a stroke or something else they've experienced and it may be shorter or longer depending on what they're going through. Correct? Definitely. So it, yeah, it really depends the severity of the symptoms they're coming in with. And then it also depends on different factors. Um, like if they're really good about doing the exercise, I exercises I give them at home, like how supportive are their caregivers, um, anything like that can just really impact how long it's recommended that they're in therapy for. And then also just their progress and their own personal goals um, that can dictate as well. But it's definitely not you're coming in for 10 sessions and then I kick it to the curb. It's really what they need and how long it ever takes them to make the progress that they're hoping to see. 
And about how long does speech recovery take for someone who has experienced a stroke? I know we just have been talking about it maybe different for everyone. Is there a timeline that you've seen that people can start to see a little bit of that recovery in? Uh, or yeah. Can you speak to that a little bit? Definitely. Um, so the literature tells us the first three to six months is when you see the majority of improvements. And it, like you said, it really depends on the severity of the stroke and the different areas that are impacted. But I would say a safe guess is probably that first three months for people to really feel like they're making pretty significant improvements if it's a pretty severe stroke. Um, if it's not as severe, I would say probably within a month or so, people will generally start to notice improvements, especially if they're uh, following recommendations and really incorporating um, the education that we go through together in sessions. If they're incorporating that within their life, I definitely have noticed um, patients make better progress and quicker progress that way. And is there a referral that's necessary that for people to come to see you if listeners are thinking speech therapy is something that sounds beneficial to them or someone they know, do they have to see their primary care physician first? Or how does that process work with somebody coming into your office to see you? Yeah, so you don't necessarily need to see your primary care physician, but I do find it's really helpful to touch base with them just so they're aware of your concerns. Um, Just because they're I mean, I rely heavily on primary care physicians to see things that I can't really see as far as like the whole picture of the medical um, event goes. But I am always here if uh, people want to give us a call and ask specific questions about what they're noticing. I can start them um, down the right path if that is a visit with their primary care physician or if they just want to self-schedule for an evaluation. And Kelsey, you shared earlier that you enjoy helping and see helping patients and seeing their quality of life and health improve. And I know we're running out of time here. Can you share maybe a favorite moment or story you have with helping a patient? Sure. So I had a patient, a gentleman that had a pretty severe stroke um, and he wasn't able to eat by mouth after the stroke and he had a feeding tube. And through therapy, we were able to do some pretty intensive swallowing therapy And eventually he was able to eat again by mouth and he was able to get his feeding tube taken out. So that was a huge victory for him because he loves food. And I mean, who doesn't? So yeah, that was a great one. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing with all of the listeners what you do and how speech therapy helps patients in a variety of ways. Wonderful. Thank you, Heather. And thank you, Gary. And until next week, Zealand Community Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.